0: To the Hello Goddess podcast, I am your host Mandy Dea, a recently graduated naturopath, and today we have a special guest. Her name is Stepanka. Hello, my dear. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show. So Stepanka is a hypnotherapist and coach, and she is from the Czech Republic, but she's currently living in England. Is that correct? Yes. That's right. That is so amazing. We're up in Canada, so it's cool to connect with people from all around the globe with the podcast. It's like so exciting to (laughs) make these connections. So I'm really happy that we met.
1: Thank you so much. Such an honor to be here. And I can already feel that we are going to have a really great conversation. 100%
0: so I would love to know more about your background your journey like what led you to become a hypnotherapist? Mm -hmm. So
1: from quite a young age I had an interest in psychology I always felt like maybe I'm here to support others and help them I was interested in how the subconscious mind works and It was also my favorite subject at school. So I really loved like psychology, social science. I really enjoyed all of that, but I really didn't know how I could do those things. I knew about more of a traditional path of becoming a psychologist and studying psychology at university. I wasn't quite sure whether that's to think for me, and I also had such a huge imposter syndrome. I felt like maybe I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not smart enough to study psychology, and um, I actually never even applied, mm. even though it was the thing I was so interested in. But in hindsight, I'm really grateful for it because it, you know, it it gave me the lessons I probably needed. But it wasn't really until I was in my first year at university which is when I started having these random psycho, well, I didn't know they were psychosomatic health problems, but just random health problems. I would have fever on and off. I would have um, an upset tummy all the time. I couldn't really hold food in my stomach. I just felt completely exhausted. And yeah, and I didn't know what was going on. So I went to see my doctor. He referred me to a different specialists. I had undergone so many tests, but all of them showed that there was nothing wrong with me, that I was in perfect health, in fact. And for a while, that left me feeling like I'm not being taken seriously. And how am I going to deal with it? Like I, I can't be living with with fever, I need to go to classes and I, I felt under so much pressure being a first year university student. I wanted to do well and I wanted to fit in and make new friends. So I I felt um, quite low if if that makes sense because I felt really alone. But this is also when the breakthrough happened. Because I I do believe that we are always being guided. And if we keep our heart and eyes open, the signs and the help will always come. And I had this strange experience when I was signing up for yo- uh, for swimming. And I ended up being signed up for yoga. And the, pro- the program I used glitched. Basically, at university in Prague, which is where I come from, I... had to take a sport class but it could be anything and I'm not really into sports so I looked at swimming and I'm like yeah I can log in that I swim from like 6 p.m till 7 p.m and I should you know I should get all the points I needed and so that's basically what I was gonna do but somehow it glitched and I ended up being signed up for yoga instead and I already felt like hmm that's such a strange thing but I should really go there and see what it's like maybe it's meant to be maybe I'm gonna really enjoy it and at that very same yoga class the teacher introduced us to a hypnotic relaxation technique
0: Oh wow! and she
1: yeah and she didn't call it hypnotic relaxation technique she said this is a technique I, I was introduced to it's really good and I had this feeling like especially the first year students will really need it to feel more grounded to feel more present to release stress and she literally just told us to lie down on our yoga mats and listen to the recording and Monday like within minutes I felt differently. It was that quick. I felt so present. I felt like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know it can feel this good to be present in my body. And I, it sounds like a cliche, but I felt changed. Even just after one, one thing, one technique, listening to this once. And I went back home and I repeated that same process the way I remembered it from the class for a week in the morning, in the evening. And the most amazing thing happened, all of those health problems, they just went away. They just disappeared. It was that quick. And I, all of a sudden, felt like my whole world was changed because if it's possible to overcome those health problems this quickly, what else is possible for me if I use the power of my mind? And it almost like put everything else into a whole new perspective. And I completely lost interest in the subject I was studying. And I was just constantly reading more and more about the subconscious mind and about spirituality, about the law of attraction, about the power of our thoughts, intentionality, mindfulness, everything. I also became like a yoga addict at the same time. <laughs> and I was just doing different techniques, different visualizations, breath work. And I just felt like that's what I want to be doing. And I I didn't know how I could pursue it because I felt like maybe the traditional path of psychology maybe is not even for me, actually. Right. And it's what um, took me to England because I decided to take a gap year and have a break and just have a think about what it is that I want to do. And I thought, well, I could really do with learning English, improving English. My stronger language was German. I studied German language all the time. I was so fluent at German. So I thought, well, maybe it's time to actually improve my English. Such an important language. And that's what really happened. And a few years later, I um, I met... Uh, a founder of a private hypnotherapy college again, mm-hmm. another another like synchronicity. and I ended up winning a scholarship and I studied clinical hypnosis for a few years. and I started my practice in two thousand and nineteen.
0: That's so incredible. Thank you so much for taking the time mm-hmm. to share and to be so vulnerable about your story and what you you struggled with because. I think that a lot of people will identify with your story. Like they have all these symptoms and they go to the doctor and they're like, no, everything's fine. I don't know what to tell you. And then people, you know, we're we're becoming more and more open minded to alternative therapies. Um, So, yeah, we have a very similar story. I, I studied a little bit of psychology, too, as well in university and um I ended up leaving because I wanted to pursue something that was more holistic, uh, which Mm -hmm. led me to Reiki and then naturopathy. And I totally understand what you mean by the power of the subconscious mind and how it can switch super fast because um, I practice meditation a lot. I've never been to a hypnotherapist. Uh, Hopefully we can have a session after this sometime. You know, I'll go and consult you. But uh, you know, sometimes through deep meditations, I would have these breakthroughs, and then my whole life would change instantly. So, um, hundred yeah. percent understand what you you were explaining right there. So yeah, it's it's very beautiful. And now you work with women entrepreneurs. Is that uh, what you're doing now? Yeah.
1: Yes, it didn't start that way, so I started supporting women with the issues I was most familiar with. I knew from the get-go I did not want to do the traditional hypnotherapy issues, which here in the UK, hypnosis is quite well known as, as a therapy approach, but often for things like weight loss and quit smoking and um like quitting bad habits all of those things hypnobirthing is actually also quite well known which is great in my opinion but i i knew i wanted to work with women and i i knew like it was gonna be all about empowerment Mm -hmm. And I focused on the issues I was really familiar with, such as perfectionism, anxiety, fears, panic attacks even. And that's how I started working with women. And I was just loving it. I was really enjoying it. And over time, I realized that the majority of my clients were now female business owners, entrepreneurs, ambitious women who are quite driven, self-motivated, and While they might have like blocks and fears, they are slightly different now because these women are already motivated. They already have goals and visions. They are not lost. It's more like they, they already know their mindset is so incredibly powerful and they want to have beautifully regulated nervous systems so they can receive more clients. They want to up level. So it mm-hmm. it's slightly changed. Some clients have actually stayed with me because once we resolved the like immediate issues, they were like, well, it's working so well. I want to be coached. I want to do more of this not to like fix anything in my life but to take it to that next level Mm -hmm. and I feel that's that's what happened a few years back that actually my clientele slightly shifted and and they are women who want to take things to the next level so things might be good things might be okay but they're like yeah I just feel like there is more for me and I really love that I really enjoy it because I find those kind of clients they're like really into it just like me they are like, yeah, I really want to have fun with this. I want to use the power of my mind, my nervous system to make life even more epic.
0: Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it helps when you have a client that's really motivated to change and to make these, uh, you know, these yeah. habits um, to empower them to to have that next level experience in their lives. So 100% agree with you there. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was reading about your work and I really love um, that you have different specialties. Like you also do EFT Uh and you incorporate coaching. And I saw that uh, one of the elements that you help a lot of women with is self-sabotage. And Uh that is something that I struggle with. And I know a lot of people struggle with when they want to get to that next level, either in their career, but it could be in any area in their lives. Absolutely. So uh, what do you think is going on there? And how do you help them navigate that? Hmm.
1: So self-sabotage, let me just explain maybe what it could look like for those who, who are listening and maybe are not familiar with the term self-sabotage as much, or maybe you've heard it, but um, I find it's really good to give an example to illustrate wh- you know, how it usually happens. So a typical self-sabotaging behavior could be procrastination, for example, or staying in your comfort zone. It could look like repeating similar patterns. Maybe it's a different situation, different people, but it's almost like the same thing is happening again. Or you seem to... Uh, do really well you might have a really great month in your business or you might get promoted or um, that house you've been wanting to get like it's on its way like you know it's happening you've signed the paperwork so things are really good maybe you have even had a leap and you're like in a whole new place like maybe a big shift has happened and you're like really happy And that's sometimes when we hit that upper limit. It's almost like our nervous system gets scared that it it can't be this good. Something has to go wrong now, like, because I'm not used to this level of happiness, expansion, joy, abundance. And we will subconsciously, we don't do it consciously, subconsciously, we will create an issue. Mm -hmm. We will get ourselves into a situation that's not... Comfortable, or criticism will kick in. You might start criticizing someone else, uh, such as your partner. Right? You might be picking fights with someone. You might fall out with your parent, even though things were going okay. So it's almost like we subconsciously find evidence to prove that, believe that it can't be this good. Yeah. So self sabotage is when you are getting in the way. You are the one stopping yourself from having a sustainable growth and i feel like procrastination is one of those examples that many people relate with or extreme perfectionism doing things really last minute and any type of self-sabotage is basically Mm self-protection because you might deep down again on that deeper subconscious level you fear um what could be on the other side what if i do achieve this what if i do hit this goal what if i do get my book published or what if i do speak on stage in front of others or or have an in-person practice or whatever your goal or desire is what if then this will happen it's almost like what if it's not safe for me so we've got to remember that um while on a conscious level, we have got these amazing visions and goals and desires, and they feel good, they feel expansive, your subconscious mind doesn't care about them. Your subconscious mind cares about safety. Is this safe for me? And safety is connected to our comfort levels. So and familiarity so even though you might be repeating the same pattern and you might be feeling like you've been stuck on the same level or things simply are not progressing fast enough that's because it's your familiar zone and even if it's uncomfortable it's still familiar therefore perceived as safe by your subconscious mind so it's like we want to keep ourselves on that same level because there are those deeper fears of like what if I do have more money and then there will be more problems i will have to like pay more taxes or what if i do have um in-person practice with loads of amazing clients coming in and then one of them hasn't got that transformation i promised and i will get hate or they won't be happy or uh what if i won't be liked by everyone on the internet right maybe mm-hmm. we, we see all those hateful comments happening on social media and on a conscious level many of us are like oh i want to grow my social media i want to do these things but we are constantly sabotaging ourselves maybe not doing the things we want to do maybe not following through and so on mm-hmm. well the, the thing is deep down you might be actually scared of what would happen if you actually did blow up on social media
0: is it making sense so far <laughs> I can relate to a lot of that. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I love what you mentioned about safety. I think that is something people are becoming more aware of, like how your nervous system and your subconscious really takes the lead sometimes when you you, you might may think you want something, but it's hard to overcome these systems that are keeping you in one stuck place. Um, But you can't hate those aspects of you. They're just trying to keep you safe. It kind of reminds me of this beautiful quote. I don't know if you know the author Marianne Williamson. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, it's um, our fear is not that we are inadequate. Our fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, our darkness, our darkness that we are most afraid of. And I resonate with that. And I think you will, too, because it's. It's so true. It's like we want that life for ourselves, but some part of us is scared. And so, um, so important, the work that you're doing. So if you had, let's say, a client that is going through that, how would you work through like in a session? How would that happen?
1: Mm-hmm. So there is a few different things because obviously every client is slightly different. So there never really is like one blueprint I would follow. Actually, one of the things I I often share on social media is that I never use hypnosis scripts or EFT tapping scripts. I really do things intuitively based on that client right there in front of me, using the right words. So when I... um guide them through a hypnosis process, it's really landing. It doesn't feel like I'm just talking at you. It doesn't feel like I'm, you know, forcing you to imagine something that's not resonating with you. Like I really keep it personal and very intuitive in my approach. But generally speaking, when it comes to self-sabotage, when it comes to those deeper fears, like, like, like you said, like that quote, let's use that as an example, like actually fearing that success fearing how powerful we could be, fearing how how good things could actually be. So what that means is that our energetic and emotional baseline is maybe somewhere different. Maybe there is this like anxiety baseline. You know, like when we're so used to feeling anxious or we are used to uh, worrying uh, or we are more familiar with... um, things being okay but we don't actually allow ourselves to feel happy so what i call this is almost like an expansion process we've got to familiarize your nervous system that it's safe it is totally safe to feel this and almost like expand your energetic capacity to hold things because when you grow Regardless of what it is, if it's growing a business, growing your career, working on yourself, when you grow, there will be new ups and downs that come with it. And, and it's okay, that's totally normal. So we've got to like make it okay for our nervous system that we will be able to deal with it. So it is about getting your body, your nervous system used to the nice emotions really familiarizing your body with them and then also desensitizing yourself towards those fears. So there is particular hypnosis techniques I really love using when when I actually take you to uncomfortable visualizations. It's not all about positive visualizations and that's such a powerful technique because then we can really work with your nervous system and teach it a new way of responding to something. So I know sometimes people think that hypnosis is all about regression or going back into your childhood, into past lives, but there is so much more to hypnosis. I actually do use more of an approach that focuses on the now and on your future, working really with what we are feeling right now and, and teaching your, your body um to respond differently, to think differently, to feel new emotions, and so on and so forth.
0: That's beautiful. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that. Um, And I like your approach of being in the now. There's a lot of other hypnotherapists that are doing, you know, the past, and that's what makes you so unique. And I would love to work with you in the future. Hopefully, um, some of our listeners will reach out as well. And um, I wanted to ask you as well, when it comes to, ex- you, were, you were speaking of expanding and getting into yourself, like, you know, connecting with the aspects of yourself that wants more and then stepping into that. Do you think that when we stay in fear and self-sabotage, um, not only can it manifest in anxiety, but can it manifest also as physical elements as well? 100%.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and I do feel that's when sometimes we will, I will use the word attract, but, you know, maybe that's not the ideal word to use. But it's like when we end up like attracting certain uncomfortable situations and scenarios that literally help us open our eyes. And uh, one of my favorite authors, Rebecca Campbell, Lovely. the author of, oh, oh, me too. Yeah, I love uh, the it. Author, Of Light is the New Black, Rice is the Rice, Letters to a Star Seed. She's incredible. She honestly was like, I I look up to her as one of my first like spiritual mentors. I went to see her in person. She's incredible. Oh my
0: God, that's (laughs) incredible. She's one of, like Light is the New Black is one of my favorite books of all time. It is the same, the I same. It. it
1: came to me when I needed it the most, and it really helped me return back to writing, journaling, expressing my creativity in new ways. And it really would get me started, um, like with you know, going back to psychology and therapies. Like, I'm really grateful to Rebecca Campbell for all her incredible work. So, uh, she describes it in Light as the New Black as hitting the rock bottom. You know, sometimes we actually have got to hit it so that we can arise and nobody else can do it for us. <laughs> you know, there there is not even like any coach, guide, anyone who can like do certain things for you. Sometimes we have to have a breakthrough moment. So if we are constantly ignoring the voice of our soul, there will be a moment that will like force us to wake up and finally address the deeper desires we have. And also the fears we
0: have also, yeah, exactly. yeah, I do believe that myself as well. And I think that, like you were saying earlier, sometimes we'll attract the same experience over and over again, and if we're not listening, then it's going to be louder and louder oh. until because our soul is here for a reason, and uh, you know, synchronicities bring us to to these moments where we we find our path and our, our passion and purpose. So I'm really thankful that um, we took the time to explore all of this. I wish we could talk for a lot more because it's so interesting to hear you speak. And hopefully we can be friends after this because I think that we have a lot in common just from, you know, the books that we read, uh, the same books that we read. Um. So... If somebody is looking for you and wants to maybe book a session with you, where can they find you?
1: Oh, you can find me on my website, of course, which is uh, hypnocoaching.me. And I am also on social media. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. On Instagram, you will find me at New Earth Woman. And on Facebook, it's just my name, Stepanka Kuralova. Feel free to send me a friend request, connect with me. Um, I basically use my my Facebook profile for, for sharing all of this, for sharing the things I'm passionate about. I talk about hypnosis. I also have a Facebook community for women called New Earth Women. And there is plenty of resources there also. But if you ever are just like, well, I wonder if, like we could work together or what it would look like you can always just drop me a message and ju- just ask like there's never any pressure to work with me I always want to make sure it's the right thing for you and it, and, and it's you know working with me is not right for everyone because I might not be the right person for everyone as well and if that's the case I always try to make the best recommendations I can make for other people there is also different levels of working with me I have got packages that are more focusing on like accountability and following through for fellow business owners and ambitious women who actually do really well with having some extra structure in their life Um, then I have got my full-on immersive hypnotherapy and coaching experience and that's when women really want to take it to that next level and they do want to have someone in their corner and then I also have like one of digital products on my website that people can just purchase and use immediately so there is different ways of working with me and if you're not sure just drop me a message I'm always happy to chat
0: amazing and she also has her own podcast called the inner glow podcast i listened to an episode it was so so interesting so i highly recommend uh reaching out i'll put all of these links in the description box below so it'll be easier for uh, you guys to to find her so for our two closing questions the first question i have for you is if you could go back in time and speak to a younger version of yourself what would you say
1: be kind to yourself Like, you are beautiful, you are perfect, you don't need to try to fit in, you already belong in every single space you occupy, and it's gonna be okay. It's all gonna be even better than you could have ever imagined.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. The reassurance. I think I was listening to a lot of, like, Super Soul Sunday episodes by Oprah, And most of their guests, they say if they could speak to their younger self, it's like I would tell them relax, (laughs) you know, trust yourself and be kind to yourself. That's so beautiful. And uh, what's your definition of a goddess? Mm, So... Uh, I see it as an
1: energy, an archetype that is available to all of us and we all can connect to that energy and step into that archetype for me, the goddess archetype is all about wisdom, empowerment, strength, resilience, and that kind of like inner knowledge like intuitive knowledge really being connected with who you are knowing that honestly, it does all come from within you. Even when you use things yeah. such as oracle cards, tarot, or even if you work with someone else, they are a reflection of you and they are reflecting your own guidance back at you so you can receive it with, um, with a lot more ease as a human. So to me, it's energy it's all about uh, self-trust strength and an embodiment of your beautiful divine nature
0: Mm. yes beautiful traits of the goddess of the goddess archetype and so true what you said about working you know either you're doing personal work or if you're working with a practitioner sometimes you need that mirror and just hearing it from somebody else sometimes and that guidance really helps so thank person. you so much, Satepanka. It was really nice to have you yeah. on the show. Really appreciate your time. And like I said, if you guys want to connect with her, reach out. I'm sure she doesn't mind any questions or, you know, all the links are in the description box again. And I'm sending you guys all of the love, all of the light. See you next week. Bye. Bye, Sipanka. Bye-bye.